The Kramer Show is coming up. But first, we wanted to take a minute to ask you to get off your fat, disgusting, lazy asses and head on over to our Patreon website, where we are allowing you to give us money. That's right, we love money, and this allows you to give us lots of it. The Kramer Show kicks ass, and he deserves to suck some of those hard-earned dollars out of your pockets. Yes, yes, he will likely use those funds on hookers, blow, and the occasional titty dance. It's easy to do. Head over to KramerShow.net and click the Patreon button. And before you know it, you'll be on your way to having less dough in your PayPal account. We thank you from the bottom of our plums. They even tingle a little. That's nice. Okay, buckle in. Here comes Satan himself, Kramer. This is real. This is raw. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Kramer Show. And this is KramerShow.net. Hello, 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 me loves. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Uh, Follow on Twitter at Kramer Radio, K-R-A-M-E-R-R-A-D-I-O. You can email me at thekramershow at Gmail. Kramer is with a K, thekramershow at Gmail. Um, I want to tell you, thank you very much for listening to the shows. Um, I didn't really know what to expect, uh, by putting the show online and, you know, I, I'm telling you yesterday I was sitting, uh, here and like every 20 minutes or so I kept noticing the numbers going up on the show listens. Uh, and so, like, I started getting in the habit of, like, every 20 minutes hitting refresh and looking at the number. And uh, and holy shit, I was totally, completely blown away. So uh, it means really a lot to me uh, that you're listening to the shows and um, you're helping the show grow. And uh, it's a really big deal to me. Uh, it's something that um, I really am working hard at doing. Um, and I want to do more shows. Uh, what I eventually would like to do is do Monday through Thursday and do about an hour and a half. Uh, ultimately, that's what I want to do. Uh, now we're kind of starting out. It's like twice a week, about 30, 45 minutes of a show. Uh, and and two, uh, there's a lot of time that is spent in the post-production part of the show. Um, and it may sound like it just, you know, uh, I come in here, flick the mic on, but there's a lot more to it. And so having said that, really, before I get to stuff, um, thank you very much. Uh, We're not doing any advertising or anything like that on the show right now, and I don't don't even foresee that for a while. Uh, And so I am asking people to go to my Patreon page, and you can find that on KramerShow.net. All right? And there's a Patreon uh, button on there. What was the other thing? What was the other thing? I have a big penis. No, no, that's not it. What was it? Uh, there was something else. Fuck, it's going to irritate me if I don't think of it real quick. Um, wasting your time. I'm wasting your time. I'm wasting your time. Give me a second. Stop the pushing. Stop it. Shh. Okay. Um, yes, you can find the show on Stitcher, uh, which I really am digging. And, uh, and I put it on iTunes, too, so... Um, uh, it should be under, uh, news and politics. 
on both Stitcher and uh, and um, iTunes. And I really don't know what where the fuck to put it. I don't know if it should be under comedy or culture or I don't, who knows. Fuck it. It's there. Thank you. So and and by the way, I, normally you know the show is um, lighthearted, but I want to take a second here and be serious about something. Ronda Rousey, um, female UFC fighter, uh, was interviewed by Ellen DeGeneres the other day, and I got to tell you, I was really shocked uh, at what she said. I, you know, it really bothered me. Uh, listen to what she said on Ellen. My honestly, like my thought, I was like, I was like uh, in the medical room, and I was like down in the corner. I was sitting in the corner, and I was like, could she say the word like one more time? I mean, holy shit balls! God, that's annoying. I was like, you know, like, 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 like. My honestly, like my thought, I was like, I was like uh, in the medical room, and I was like down in the corner. I was sitting in the corner, and I was like what am I anymore if I'm not this? And I was literally sitting there and like thinking about killing myself in that exact second. I'm like, I'm nothing. I'm like, what do I do anymore? Oh my God. I seriously cannot take it anymore. I tell you what, let's play a ding or a bell or something. How long is this? This is like a 30 second clip of her. Play the ding and let's see how many times in 30 seconds Ronda Rousey says the word like. All right, go. Uh my honestly like my thought i was like i was like uh, in the medical room and i was like down in the corner i was sitting in the corner and i was like what am i anymore if i'm not this and i was literally sitting there and like thinking about killing myself in that exact second i'm like i'm nothing i'm like what do i do anymore nine likes in 18 seconds wow uh here's a little bit more and no one gives a about me anymore without this and, and um to be honest i looked up and i saw my man travis was standing there and i was all right I, I don't know why everybody has to use the word literally uh all the time now and the word like is such a big crutch i that gets on my nerves but i want to say something um we have become the most narcissistic culture in history we everything revolves around us me what i'm doing what i have going on my career my money my finances my social network my it's it's i mean i've never seen anything like it we're we're so caught up people are take themselves so seriously now i was thinking about this earlier if you have any kind of fame, nowadays you read instantly about yourself, you know, and it's and and I get that it has to be hard, you know, and I get that there is pressure there. Like if you're Ronda Rousey, you're undefeated, you you have a a you know a title bout coming up, and no one expects the other person's going to win. No one even thought about that and you lost and you lost big she got her ass handed to her um to some degree i can i can understand and sympathize with that because you know you 
you didn't you didn't ask for that kind of fame. You just meant it. It, it just like you know. But I don't get why people take themselves so seriously that if one part of their lives gets taken away, the one that makes them happy, then they want to fucking kill themselves. I don't get that. There are so many things. There are so many facets to life. You know, you, and maybe that's just from me getting older and seeing that. You know, I, I'm not sure. But I find it really sad that something as shallow as, and maybe it's just shallow to me. You know, maybe I mean, like, uh, fuck, what, 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 I'm doing a podcast. You know, and I and I enjoy doing the podcast. If it were taken away, I wouldn't kill myself. But I look at it in almost in that vein. Like, I mean, yeah, there are things in my life that I have going on that I enjoy that I love. Um. You know, but I. But if you were to take it away, I wouldn't think of killing myself. And the fact that Ronda Rousey is at that point is a pretty big and a very telling thing. Ah, it's uh, it's sad. Oh, and by the way, she is looking more and more like a man. Uh, it's wild. I mean, did you see her? It's like her titties, like <laughs> they shrank, and then like her body has gotten bigger you don't think she's doing the you know you don't think she's doing the roids do you voice is getting kind of low do what gene oh ronda rousey's on the phone all right this should be interesting ronda honestly i was like i mean uh, yeah kind of like you know i like broke out and like yeah uh, i said to myself oh my god I, I like, mm-hmm. l- you know, like, yeah, I feel you. I mean, you know, like, I, I, I like, I just kind of like, um, yeah. you know, like I just, I, I like broke down and I, sure. I, I, you know, was wanting to kill myself, like, wow. you know, because people were not going to like me anymore. And I was like, you know, I don't even like me anymore. And, oh, that's sad. You know, yeah. like, I, I just like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, um, oh God. You're listening to the uh, Kramer Show podcast. Um, uh, we are interviewing Rhonda Rousey, who's called into the show. Uh, I will say I like the Kramer Show. Oh, my, favorite po- my favorite podcast, like, you know, in the whole world. Ah, thanks. <laughs> if it weren't for the goddamn Kramer Show podcast, I think I would fucking blow my brains out. Oh, I just, boy. Like, I, I, like, I mean, I just, you know, I, I like it. I like yeah. it. Well, Ronda Rousey, um, thank you for calling in the show, and I got to tell you, okay, um, Kramer. Well, all right, all right, like, all right, bye, like, bye. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, I get how it would be hard. You know, I get how it could be hard to, um, you know, every everybody was talking about Ronda Rousey for what, like a year, maybe even a little longer. Everywhere you went, man, she was on all the talk shows. Um, hell, they're they're still putting her on the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition cover, along with that fat hog, the other chick. You know, and so you're you know you're a woman, you're a young female. Um, you get you know you're thinking about your body constantly. Now now you're in a sport that's dominated by men, but everybody's talking about you. 
Uh, you got Floyd Mayweather talking about you of all people. Um, you know, and I, I can understand how that would really screw with you. I totally get, uh, what Jean Ronda Rousey is on the phone again, man. She's like really talkative. Hi Rhonda. Oh uh, yeah. Kramer. It's yeah. Ronda Rousey again. Hey Rhonda. Um, and I heard you talking about my appearance like on, uh, Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. And, um, I just wanted to let, to let you know, like she was super cool. She was like uh, super chill. Cool. And uh, after the show, you know, she like knew I was all stressed and shit, right? So like, right. Uh, we sat around in in her uh, uh, back room and sat down on her sofas and had a uh, a couple of joints, and it was like real wow. super chill. You're smoking and, pot. Um, smoking pot with the next thing I know, you know, like. You know, she's coming over at me and, you know, touching me and everything. And Really? Um, long story short, we wound up making out. Get the fuck and, out. Um, you know, I started fingering her and it was what? like wild. Holy. And, um, but, you know, I, then she started fingering me and she was like sucking my titties. <laughs> and, um, you know, and I kept thinking about, you know, the interview wow. and I like, I just, I, I just kept crying and. And it was so fucking weird, man, because, like, I'm turned on. Sure. And I'm, like, super fucking chill. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, horny. Yeah. And sad all at the fucking same time. Wow. So the next thing I know, like, I'm fucking completely naked. Um, Ellen has gotten naked. And, you know, and I'm uh, next thing you know, I'm down there and I'm licking on her clit. Right, and she yeah. brings out a dildo, and I'm like, "Oh Whoa. man, my mouth is dry because I've been smoking pot." Like, and there's nothing wet down there, but it's the only thing that's wet. Ugh. You know, is my tears, and I'm like, I'm fucking eating Ellen out, you know, on her couch, <laughs> and she wants yeah. me to use a dildo, but it's so dry, and mm. I, I don't even have any saliva. Oh, so I took my tears. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Um, you know, I wiped my tears on yeah. her clit, you know, and oh it was my really God. turning her on. And so, like, I put all my tears on there on the puss, right? Like, and uh, then I start eating her out again, and it's, like, really salty at this point. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is crazy. Yeah, it's pretty so, crazy. I just, you know, I don't know. I, I, I love the Kramer Show podcast. I don't know where else I could share that, but I wanted to, you know, uh, bring it to you and oh. put it out there. Um, and um, that's it. Like, that's all, all I right. got, man. Thank you, Ronda Rousey. Thank all right. you. I appreciate it, Ronda. Thank you so much. <laughs> and the next thing I know. <laughs> and the next thing I know. Ellen DeGeneres is sucking my titties. <laughs> oh, fuck. So I put my tears on her pussy. <laughs> Oh, my stomach is hurting, man. <laughs> Holy shit, that's funny. Ah. 
All right. When people say stupid shit, stupid shit, we're there every step of the way. Wouldn't it be great if somebody running for office said something? We could have an immediate reaction as to whether it was true or not. Well, we've trained this dog, and the dog, if it's not true, he's going to bark. I'm trying to figure out how we could do that with the Republicans. You know, we need we need to get that dog and follow follow them around. And every time they say these things, like oh, you know, the Great Recession was caused by too much regulation. You know. Sucking the brain cells right out of your head. This is the Kramer Show on KramerShow.net. Kramer will be back shortly. We hope you know how excited we are about doing the show. But until we get a massive audience, we're not selling advertising. Until then, though, we need you, the listener, to help the show move forward. You can help out by going to patreon.com slash the Kramer Show. Or you can find a link at kramershow.net. You can even earn rewards for helping the show. More pledged money equals longer shows. Thanks for the support. It isn't politically correct. It's just correct. Correct. The Kramer Show. The Kramer Show. The Kramer Show. All right. I hope you guys are liking the show. Uh, oh, my God. The Ronda Rousey thing. Whew, man. Damn, that was funny. If I do say so myself. Um, Hit the site, KramerShow.net. Uh, K-R-A-M-E-R. Show. KramerShow.net. And uh, make sure to follow on Twitter at Kramer Radio. Uh, big shout out to everyone on Stitcher. Big shout out to everyone on iTunes. By the way, I did change the name from Kramer Digital to The Kramer Show. I didn't realize that uh, they had put that as the name. All right. I got to talk about Donald Trump. And this this happened earlier today. Uh, I'm back uh, in my office and I hear all this commotion going on. And I'm like, what's going on? And a friend of mine said, the Pope just started talking about Donald Trump. And I was like, yeah, right. And he goes, serious. So I turn it on and I see Donald Trump responding to what the Pope supposedly said. We are living in a time where... A guy like Donald Trump somehow works his way not only into every American household as a household name, but then winds up running for the presidency of the country and is likely going to be the nominee, possibly be the president of the country, and as a Republican nominee has the Pope talking about him. Um. I mean, it just blows me away. It really blows me away. Uh, Let me play you a little bit from Fox News about this shit. 
Well, this just coming into us, we knew that there was a back and forth between uh, presidential candidate Donald Trump and, of all people, the Pope, because of some things that had been said recently. Oh, oh my God. Uh, Trump criticizing uh, the Pope somewhat, saying, you know what, he's going down to the border. He's recently visited Mexico. Um, he doesn't understand, and I'm going to paraphrase Donald Trump here, the, the politics of visiting the border, that sort of thing. The Vatican came back on Tuesday, had a, a soft response to it, and then the Pope with some words to Donald Trump today. Uh, on Donald Trump, the Pope says, a person who thinks only about building walls, wherever they may be, and not of building bridges, is not Christian. This is not the gospel. As far as what you said about whether I would advise to vote or not to vote, I am going to get, I'm not going to get involved in that. I say only that this man is not Christian if he said things like that. We must See if he said it in that way, and I will give him the benefit of the doubt. All right, oh, let right. me let me respond right to, to that right real quick. <clears throat> First of all, um, the last I checked, it's not the job of the Pope to determine uh, what religion another man is. And if you've never met, never had a conversation with that person, uh, then who are you? See, this is the see. This is my main beef with organized religion, and my grandfather was a was a preacher, um, and back then things were a lot different. Nowadays, um, people are turned off by religion for things just like this. You have the Pope coming out and saying, "Hey, you know what? This guy is not he's not a Christian. He wants to he wants to close borders. <clears throat> you know, so that's not a Christian. Hey, you know, lighten up a little bit." And you know, I, I'm a. I think most people are a fan of the Pope. He has been an incredible. He's, he's probably been one of the best popes there's ever been in history. Um, but you have to realize that people are backing away from religion like they have never backed away before because of statements like that. And so, you know, I disagree with that. Plus, um, I kind of agree with Donald. I don't think the Pope really does get the politics of what's going on. Uh, with the uh, the southern border you know we've had immigrants illegal immigrants coming into this country for three or four decades uh, like ants marching over an anthill and they get here and they do commit crimes they do sell drugs um, our jails are filled with them our hospitals in uh, Texas a lot of them have had to close <clears throat> because they give out free medical care to these people they you know if, if you come across the border and you're pregnant they cannot turn you away uh if you come across the border and you're sick they cannot turn you away and the hospital has to give medical care and they don't get a dime of reimbursement uh hospitals as north as dallas have had to close for that very reason so if that's the case and that's been going on for four decades or more and there's nothing that we can do. We have laws against it. We have border patrol. Um, we have uh, um, a means for people to come into this country legally. That has not helped. Then you tell me what it is that we're supposed to do. How can if people are coming into somewhere and you want to keep them out, and we've done everything you know, including having border security and all of that deportation etc and that has not worked in the least then tell me what do we do do we pray about it you know because i mean and, and you know I'm, I'm sorry that's sarcasm but what what do we do 
there has to be something that a country can do. And if somebody wants to build a wall, to me that sounds practical in one regard. Very, very expensive. Um, but, I mean, it's a, it's, it is a a political thing. You can't look at, some, at one person who's trying to solve a problem in a country that has closed borders. You have, we can't just have open borders. And by the way, while we're on that, um, Pope Francis, how many refugees has the Vatican taken in over the past 10 years? How many? Uh, zero? It's between zero and 10, all right? <laughs> Let's face it. The Vatican is not taking in poor refugees uh, that have been, you know, camped out on a boat in five-degree weather. Uh, you know, it just that's not happening. All right, continue on with Fox. Please. On Donald Trump. Moments ago... Donald Trump responded. God help we'll us. We'll get to that in just a little bit. God help us all. Let's come to the couch. Do we have it? Oh, terrific. Let's roll it. Watch. <laughs> Holy shit. So it's a response from Donald Trump. It says, if and when the Vatican is attacked by ISIS. You know, ISIS, their primary trophy, very few people know this. I read this about two months ago. Nobody even believed it. Their primary thing, you've seen what they've done all over the Middle East. Their primary goal is to get to the Vatican. That would be their ultimate trouble. Oh, my God. They want to do what they did to all of these magnificent artifacts and all of the beautiful museums that they've totally destroyed all over the Middle East, right? They're, and I didn't know this. I read this like four or five months ago. I made mention of it two months ago, and everyone said, what are you talking about? They thought, like, I'm kidding. It's true. And now there are stories about it. Not big stories, but there are stories about it. And I was checked by one of the reporters that said, they don't want to talk about the... Then he called up and apologized. The big thing, they want to get to the Vatican. So, if and when the Vatican is attacked by ISIS, which, as everyone knows, is ISIS's ultimate trophy, I can promise you that the Pope would have only wished and prayed that Donald Trump would have been president. Let's put this into context. South Carolina primary on Saturday. We've been talking about the evangelical vote. How does this play, Andrea? Well, even... Folks, I don't even even know... I don't know what to say. Uh, We have a guy who, uh, in Donald Trump, who, again, has somehow managed to get into everybody's head and I was looking at the polls today, and I was like, you know, the only the only one that and it has any that, that has any hope that's anywhere close to him uh, is Cruz, and um, and I you know, and I don't think Cruz. See, it's it's weird. It's it's a it's a it's a it's a fucked up chess game because you have to think of the American public uh, in a certain way. Like you and I, we're sitting here uh, talking about this, and you could probably call the show, and we could have a great conversation. You could tell me what you think and, and all that stuff. But the average person, please keep in mind, is the person at Walmart walking in the middle of the road in their pink pajama pants on their cell phones. That is the typical, that is the epitome of America in 2016. So when they flick on the TV and they hear 
an argument between Donald Trump and the Pope, and let's say that they are an evangelical, they're, trust me, they're on Donald Trump's side. And he is going to use that and finagle his way and wind up being the president of the country. And you know what? I may be completely wrong. He may be the, the greatest. Pre- he may wind up being one of the most beloved presidents in history if he gets into office. He really may be. I just look at it from uh, two different vantage points. The first vantage point is the entertainment value. Yeah. It's cool, you know, at the end of the day to turn on TV and watch all the fireworks and go, wow, this is fucking crazy. The Pope and Donald Trump back and forth. Wow. That's awesome. And for the entertainment value, God bless them both. From a practical standpoint about whether or not that man needs to be uh, in a leadership role and his face be put on the country is is very very frightening very frightening all right i have enjoyed it till next time i bid you adieu find on twitter at kramer radio uh check the site kramershow.net i'm loving doing the shows i love you and i'll talk to you soon I be feeling all alone at night Feeling so lonely I want you, girl To be my tenderoni I log in on Facebook And I start to look at them pics And it make my dick so hard I feel the pressure rising, girl Rising for you And I'm finna jack off Jack off to you Girl, you got me feeling Feeling like I love you And I want you I'm jacking off to you I'm jacking off to your Facebook pics To your Facebook pictures your Facebook pics, your Facebook pictures. You see the lotion and it's the motion. I'm jacking off to you, girl. I'm jacking off to you. Jacking off to your Facebook pics. A podcast that doesn't suck. Finally. Finally. The Kramer Show. The Kramer Show. The Kramer Show.